0: and then we ha- we just hammer our heads into the wall. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. That's what and the then hardest. we go home with the same pissed off attitude as we did when we went into work.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the
2: Steelers Realm Podcast.
0: And now, here are the boys of Steelers Realm.
2: Steelers fans yes well here are the boys of Steelers around back at you bam right in your face what's up my man in the house freight train and Shane man joining us TA out on the road
1: yeah well like
2: maybe out in Rocky Mountain High or something out there who knows where the hell he is yeah he's, uh,
1: he's getting a freshly brewed Coors Light it's coming straight off the Rocky Mountains, and JT,
2: uh, that water trickling down off the mountain.
1: Mm-hmm. That's right, mm-hmm. JT. I had to come to I had to come to Studio TA to keep the seat warm. The king's throne warmed up for him for when he comes <laughs> back because <laughs> I know it's cold there in Colorado. they oh snowy.
2: my the stories, the stories that might come from this.
1: Right. So <laughs> I wanted to keep the throne warm, the seat hot, just like Matt Canada's.
2: Uh, <laughs> you're up in uh, you're up in the loft then today. Uh, I'm, I'm up in the
1: loft. loft. I'm in the suites.
2: This, the palace,
1: the DA suite. Of the That's
2: right. <laughs> Shane, am dying to hear. Uh, you know, sorry you had to put up with that live in in your face in the stadium there, <laughs> but still dying to hear uh, how your game experience went and how it was. I mean. <laughs> There's there's something about being there with sixty thousand fans wearing black and gold and all you all turned brothers and sisters for a day. And uh it's just it's a great atmosphere, man. If you you know, never been people travel from all over the world to get there and experience it too. So looking forward to getting your insights uh from ground level or stadium level, we should say.
0: Uh, no, yeah, absolutely. I, I have some some stories to tell, some things to, to talk about with that. Some some good, some we'll say interesting. I don't want to say bad, but interesting.
2: <laughs> true, true. So we kinda we, we kinda hung low, man. Uh we had the day off. We kinda hung low. Um didn't really get to have a chance to get together with Pop's son either. So uh we just sat out and watched it in the living room. It's probably a good thing, kept me away from the refrigerator and the alcohol. So yeah. Uh, I would probably been much sore this morning than I uh, than uh, normal. So but yeah, well, you know, we're not we're not going to whine and cry on each other's shoulders tonight. But, you know, there's definitely lots to talk about and lots on Steelers fans minds as well as Steelers nations as well, too. So um, I'm just going to go around the horn and get, get you guys like, you know, 24 hours later take on that. Um, since you're up in the top corner on the throne for Adrian, why don't you lead us off with your, uh, your 24 hour uh, later reaction.
1: I'm just like, as a Steelers fan, I'm so far removed from the crying on somebody's shoulders with how this season is gone. It's almost going as expected. You know what I mean? Like we go into the week, the game, the game day, and the expectation bar is already so low. And it seems like every single week, it's like it's like the Rocky Mountains that, that T.A. is on. You know, they give us a good feeling with with the Rams game, and then it's shot back down to reality. Right. You know right. what I mean? And, and it's just.
2: You need oxygen.
1: <laughs> and as a Steelers fan. As a Steelers fan. It
2: bends from falling hard.
1: <laughs> and I know there's a lot of people that aren't going to agree with me, and that's okay. Because that's why we do podcasts like this. Sure, but I—it almost feels like to me that it's a way of the Steelers coming out and essentially tanking the season, and whatever happens, happens.
2: Whoa.
1: Because if because if you're realistically trying to compete, Matt Canada, Matt Canada, should have gone a long time ago, right? Can we agree about that? And these players should have been in put put in positions to succeed a long time ago, but it's still consistently the same. Gosh darn things Week in, week out And to me, and like I said, y'all might not agree with me But to me, it looks like the Steelers Are trying to tank without saying they're going to tank Because they're the Pittsburgh Steelers And that's not how we do things
2: Wow Damn, put your foot down
1: Freight train has spoken It has to do something with the It must be the king's throne It's giving me a little (laughs) extra motivation
0: A little little more pep in your stuff, right?
1: Right Yeah and there it is. And, uh, it's, it's just really, it's really discouraging. It really is. There, it, it's every single week we don't.
0: <laughs> we, or more for good measure. Yeah,
1: no, it's, it's every single week. It, it's consistently bad every single week. And as a Steelers fan, if you can't sit there and be realistic with yourself and say, this is a bad football team, then I don't know if we're watching the same game.
2: Well, you know, if you follow social media much, you know, if anybody that speaks out and, and has any criticism, then you must not be a true Steelers fan. And that's, you know, it's sad that that so many people kind of react that way, but you know, there's, uh, we understand football. We follow the, we, we live and breathe Steelers and, you know, we, we're, we're always hoping for positivity out of it. And, you know, like sometimes you just like get slapped in the face, like, Oh, you know what? They're just really not that good of a team right now, the way it's playing out. And, uh, there's nothing wrong with being critical of that. Uh, you know, my, this as you, as you were talking about it, I just couldn't help but think, Back to a high-level view on this, it's like okay, these their offense is just not producing at all, and it seems like the only time they do is when it's it's towards the end of the game and they're playing with a sense of urgency,
1: or they're given a gift,
2: or they're or they're given a gift. Yet, which they have been given plenty of gifts in the <laughs> last several <laughs> weeks. Hmm. Uh, because if if you look at the the eye test which i'm kind of in that space i look at the eye test on that and it's you know i i need glasses now
0: we got something freight train anything interesting going on
1: i was given a text message by somebody so ah uh,
0: <laughs> gotcha just wanted to make sure i was like do we have breaking news or something What's going yeah. go
2: <laughs> Got his attention, but anyhow Yeah, I mean, like yeah, yeah. Well, we, we, gotta, we gotta get our shit together <laughs> say, okay. i, I to find a way To come pull this team together It just seems in such disarray
1: Well, they have no identity, JT yeah. We're, we're yeah. now another season Back-to-back seasons Where you're in the middle of the season You have literally no clue What kind of football team you are What have we got We've been getting little breadcrumbs But it hasn't transpired into a loaf of bread
2: yeah, really, Shane. I'm sorry, sorry, man. We haven't given you a chance for you to get your instant 24 hour later brand out of your system. So go ahead and let it rip, man. We got some guests sure. chiming in too. Chris. I see that, hey, yeah, what's up, Jeremiah?
0: Yeah, we'll we'll explain that, Jeremiah. I see how we'll have to try to do our best to explain this. So let me go back to what Freight said about like it kind of feels like this team is tanking. I think it's worse than that. I think it's they really thought that everything they've done was what they needed to do to get back into contention. And I think that's honestly worse than what you're worried about them doing. Right. Cause if this team wanted to be taken seriously, right. If they wanted to have a chance to move beyond the nine and eight, 10 and seven first round playoff exit type of tier of team, they had to make a change off as a coordinator. You have a rookie quarterback last year who goes into second season and with another with another year of this offense where he's not really gaining any confidence he's not gaining any information that's going to help him in the future and now you don't know what you have in him truly it's really hard to evaluate him in a way that's like useful because yeah like he could next year like if we change offense coordinators which luckily his contract's up so it should be someone new yeah maybe all of a sudden that guy unlocks something with Kenny or maybe he just doesn't have it and we won't know until another year later like it's just it's moving this clock down the road. When, right. you, when this is when you want to be winning. You want to have a shot at contention when you have a rookie quarterback deal, right? Because oh. it lets you pay the Alex Highsmiths of the world, the T.J. Watts, the Minka Fitzpatrick. Like, you can pay those guys and have a really expensive defense because you have a rookie quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. So we're just moving this clock further and further without learning anything about this team. And the identity of the team, unfortunately, is something that doesn't really work anymore, and it's a ball control offense theoretically is what Tomlin, I think, wants. He's not getting it out of Canada, but that's what he wants. And a defense that is the the identity of the team, and the problem is you can't do that in the NFL anymore. It's not that simple. You can't just tell your defense, "Hey, go keep them under twenty points every week."
2: All right, All it's just right.
0: too hard. I mean, the Browns run a tear to start the season, talking about them like giving like two hundred yards a game, which is unheard of in this era. And then the Colts freaking drop thirty eight points on them, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, they yeah. get bailed out, they still win the game. But even a defense that was playing at that level, like just statistically, still you can just have a week where you blow up. Right, just keep doing this.
1: Right, well, and here's here's the thing, Shane. To kind of to piggyback yeah. off what you're saying there, and I'm not trying to go off the rails with the show here and talk right. about random things, but when you talk about Kenny, okay, yeah, we can't give him a fair assessment. But when you look at the body of work that he has shown, right. has he showed you enough that he is that guy, or is he just another average quarterback in the NFL? And can he withstand playing quarterback in the AFC North division, which is known to be physical? Because when I look at Kenny and physical football games, he seems to be the China in the China shop that the bull goes into.
0: He's had his issues with, especially the concussions, which those are a little bit harder to predict, obviously, like that yeah. does happen. Right. The rib thing, like he did get driven in the ground, like stuff is going to happen. And we don't even know if he's going to actually miss this game. It just looks like he probably will which would make sense. I mean, it's a Thursday turnaround. It's going to be hard for him to yeah. probably
1: feel good. Right.
0: Right. But that's the problem. I think you're right to, to question whether he does deserve a look at for moving because forward. Honestly, but... Shane, this,
1: this, this organization cannot afford to miss the boat on another quarterback class. Right? They cannot afford to miss a draft with, with better quarterback prospects and miss the boat completely. And we're still in the same predicament. Four years from now or every other and then before right. we know it We'll be like the cleveland browns having 29 different quarterbacks trying to find one yeah Because we're just taking them in the third round. Oh man, let's
2: well Let's let's talk about that. Where, where are we sit now? I mean, what yeah. are your guys thoughts on kenny so far? I mean I, You know, I, I got to give him credit for for having some grit at the end of games, but like What the hell? I mean, from what I'm hearing and what others are saying, that know better, it's like he's missing reads and stuff, and he's running when he shouldn't have to, and he's not. I mean, you know, I don't understand quarterback pay again. Again, I'm the eye test guy, but you know, is he really? Is he really? You know, meant for this league. Or is he not even like Johnny Manziel or something, you know? <laughs> well,
1: I don't think he's that bad.
0: <laughs> no. Uh, I think the problem with Kenny right now is, like, you see the flashes in the fourth quarter, right? You see him figure it out late in games. And you have to ask yourself, like, is this something that we could be doing earlier in games and it's a play-calling thing and it's a him needing time to kind of get settled into the game thing? Or is he just a hot and cold player, right? Mm-hmm. Is he just one of those guys that really doesn't turn it on until – The going gets tough. And, like, as great of an attribute as that is, if changing offensive coordinators doesn't make him a better player, which he's going to get a shot to play, like, it's not, he's not going to get benched. He's not going to, they're not going to replace him this year. I just don't see it happening. No. So, when he has a chance to start next year again, when they have a different offensive coordinator, if the game script and the openings to games are still this bad and the first halves are still this bad, then you have to just say, okay, he doesn't have enough to get you into a position to win consistently because you need to basically give him time until the fourth quarter for him to Mm -hmm. ramp up. It's kind of like if you guys remember, like obviously like the Tebow stuff back in like early 2010s when he would be like four for 18 in the first three quarters and then all of a sudden he could throw the football in the fourth quarter. It's a a less exaggerated version of that where it's like for some reason he seems to only be able to really be a high-level quarterback late in games. Mm-hmm. And you need to at least be a good quarterback most of the time before you can rely on that as a skill, right? Like you mm-hmm. can't just be good in the fourth quarter. And so I'm curious right. what he'd look like with the new coordinator in the first three quarters. But at the same time, he hasn't shown me enough where, like, if the Steelers decided that they were going to move on from him after this year, I couldn't sit there and say, oh, that's a, like an awful backbreaking mistake because we just haven't seen enough to know. Mm-mm.
2: All right. No. All right, I'm going to get a little philosophical here and, okay. and throw this hook into this conversation.
0: Is Pickett holding Canada back? Oh,
1: absolutely not. No, <laughs> I, I I think he's
0: definitely not. He's yeah. not making the offense worse than it would be mm-hmm. with another norm like actual quarterback. I think that he's not elevating it, which is a question you could ask yourself. Like, should he be elevating it more than he is? But I don't think he's holding it back because you see the concepts. Like I've always said that a perfect Matt Canada game, right? Let's say everything he calls that you execute perfectly, right? It gets you about 350 yards and 27 points. Like that's a perfect Matt Canada game. Mm-hmm. You can't, if that's your best outcome <laughs> as an offense under perfect circumstances, you can't be in the league because there's teams averaging that pretty easily with not that great offenses in the NFL. Like that's yeah. that's a normal offense. Mm -hmm. and his that's his best that's a problem in general like the quarterback almost doesn't matter that much in this offense because they don't let them do anything until the quarter for some reason it's really weird I don't get it but
1: yeah and and here's the thing you look at you look at Kenny there's no way he's holding him back because for one he has no run game right now right
0: that's so
1: every single drive Kenny's having to convert third and eights it's, or third and nines.
0: It's comical how often. That He's <laughs> not putting himself,
1: what my scan not putting Kenny in a position to be able to succeed, to see yeah. what we have to truly judge that on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because when you yeah. look at the fourth quarters, guess what seems to always appear along with Kenny's comebacks, the running backs, they always start to finally find <laughs> their groove. And yeah. that helps Kenny move the ball down the field. hmm
2: so where the hell is it the beginning of the game? Is it what the defense has given them at that point in time? Is it back oh, yeah. to that prevent bend don't break type of defense and right. they, they are having some success, at least it shows in the running game. Yeah, I mean, if you know, if you're only rushing three you know what I mean, <laughs> you're going to get some rushing yards. I don't know if that's the case, but just being hypothetical here. So. Well, let's keep it. Let's keep it rolling. Um, I guess the, the the book for some uh, the, the page needs flipped as, as far as the quarterbacks go. But let's go ahead and flip that page, and now we're we're faced with Mitch again, who has all the physical attributes, but just like kind of lacks what Kenny has in a way. I mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Mitch to me looked uh, bit like his timing was way off. He yeah. was behind the play most of the time, it seemed. Uh, he did manage to connect on a few, and he had some easy dump-offs late in the game, uh, which is what the defense gave them. But, yeah. uh, you know, Mitch or Mason, like, who, who's the right man for the job? I know what I heard all day, and I know what my thoughts are. But let's go around a horn with what you guys think about it. And uh, Jeremiah and Chris, feel free to chime in on your thoughts. Mm-hmm. On who should be starting this game We all know who's going to start Yeah, we know who's going to start if Kenny let, let, go. let me hear your case Who you think the best choice is To win a we'll, ball game You want to go first, Ray Train? Sure ahead,
1: I, I'm, I've, I wholeheartedly believe that Mason Rudolph should get a chance And here's why Because when you look at the past two pre-seasons Who's had the best preseason? out of all Actually, you take Kenny out of the equation between the two of them Who had the best preseason I think Mason Rudolph had a better preseason than Mitch did And should be the number two quarterback Now, the Steelers are just doing their Basically throwing Mitch a bone Because they just gave him an extended contract Which made absolutely zero sense to me They were
0: were just saving cap dollars That's all it was Right. Right. Who
1: who has evolved his name into Mitch Too risky instead of Mitch (laughs) Trubisky (laughs) And it's it seems terrible like every time, every time he comes out It's guaranteed two picks And let's be honest here He could have very easily had four interceptions And in a little bit of work that he did have A little yesterday. over half yeah. So I don't think you're losing anything By saying you know what We're going to go with Mason here And I mean what 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 leg does Mitch have to stand on What's he going to do request a trade
0: Yeah. By <laughs> I, all
1: means you find that trade for me, yeah, and I will make. Seriously.
0: Yeah, someone give okay. us a pick.
1: Um, so, yeah. so I think I think they have a better chance with going with Mason Hood off than Mitch too too risky at this
0: point. <laughs> I'm partial to uh, Mitch Trashitsky right now is my favorite uh, version of that, of his name,
1: and I feel like no, I don't I, need to explain why I call him Mason Hood off. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah so we,
0: that's a good got one. It. Yeah, we got Did it. You join that, dude. <laughs> yes hi
2: Ty, hey ty's chiming in breaking news fta knows the freight trains in his throne <laughs>
0: is happy he's keeping the throne warm there you go he's keeping good.
2: the throne warm while he's in the mountains that's good oh that's good. No, little no. does so, he know what's actually <laughs> going on <there> right <laughs> there.
0: no um uh, but I, I agree with freight trains so rudolph would be my choice to start for this team right now if kenny can't go and it's pretty simple right so for me, at least, and a lot of people probably have a similar kind of breakdown of this, but there's three different types of backup quarterbacks, in my opinion. There's the high-variance, talented backup. There's the prototypical veteran, not going to do too much backup. And then there's, like, the rookie that's in the waiting, right? Like, those are the three types of backups for me. And sure. with, for a team like this, where things are so bad offensively that guys who are the high-variance guys like Trubisky, they're going to start searching for answers that aren't there right they throwing the ball up they're going to start giving it to the other team because once all the conservative dump off bull crap stops working at all and they need to start scoring points instead of trying to actually find someone down the field they're just going to throw the ball up and just start, pressing.
2: start right. pressing
0: right exactly mm-hmm. and that's what we saw in this game right and i mean he's thrown seven picks in nine games and five touchdowns and he's in, in the nine games he's played part of or started for the steelers he's thrown seven picks only scored five times, like, the results have not been there, even more so than with Kenny, right? And that's another reason I say, like, Kenny's probably not holding the offense back that much. He just isn't turning the ball over to make it even worse, right? Right, That's what Trubisky is doing. Rudolph, I feel like, is more willing to take what's given to him. He's going to run the offense as it's designed, even if it's a bad design, at least he's running it as it's designed. And I think he's just less likely to give the game away at this point. And that's what's so important because with a team like this that doesn't score enough points as it is, you cannot give the team the other team the ball That's much. Mm-hmm. Like you can't do it.
1: Well, and I, I look at – and I base mine almost off a, a pressure scale. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like Mason can come in and play on the adage of nobody believes in me. Yep. Nobody has ever believed in me. He plays but with what, a chip. What, what do I have to lose – other than coming in here and losing the ball game. But what does he have to lose to come out and just sling the ball around, play a good game? Mitch, on the other hand, has a very, a lot of pressure on him. He got his starting spot taken from him. He got a his contract restructured to be the guy, the second guy to come in and win ballgames when Kenny does go out. And he has that pressure that he needs to succeed. Mm-hmm. So when you look at, when you look in that body, why not go with Mason? What what do we, as an organization, have to lose? Because on not much. Nobody, nobody thinks you're going to win the ball game, anyways. Other than the people that live in Pittsburgh. Yeah.
2: So manage the game. Yeah. Right. Manage the game.
1: But in order to manage a football game, game, JT, you have to have something to go with it, and that's oh. called a running game. It, yeah, well, which we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah we'll we'll
2: get to, we'll get to that too. So, but I have
1: to,
2: I I agree with you guys. As a matter of fact, I was kind of pissed coming out of training camp when they, uh, and and even during training camp, we pretty much knew the writing was on the wall that it was going to get the, 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 the number one backup, but. I didn't agree with it either. I mean, I was down there Friday night. I saw the, the, he has a true connection with some of
0: these receivers too. He's played uh, with some of them that are still here. Deontay, especially like,
2: yeah, yeah, especially Deontay. So, you know, what's interesting is when you change quarterbacks is you change, um, you know, they have different relationships with each other. So, you know, one may have like Mitch down Friday night, Uh, friday night lights man mitch was just he was the gunner guy go to gunner 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 like where's everybody else here but Mm -hmm. so you know they have their favorites and those that they feel comfortable i mean quarterbacks need to let their players play but they need to put them in a position to be able to make plays too Mm -hmm. and and manage again manage the game you know kind of Mason kind of reminds me of—I don't know if you guys really remember—Mike Tomzak used to be that same kind of guy, like Charlie Batch. Yeah, Mm -hmm. right. You knew when Charlie came in, is he wasn't going to lose the game for you,
0: right? Mm Right, and
2: and he still had it in him to to win a game for you, Mm -hmm. and and so Mike Tomzak was kind of like that too, but he wasn't like a no frills. You know, he didn't. He 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 was very much like Mason Rudolph in, in that. You know, he was a good game manager. He had his his rhythm times and, you know, won some games for us. And it was a great backup quarterback to have at the time. So, you know, uh, it's unfortunate. It just seems like <laughs> with Dobbs and the whole history of Mason being with the
0: Steelers. It's really a miracle he's on the team, right? Doesn't it feel like he's a miracle? He's yeah. on the team, man. It's like.
2: Yeah, they can't kick them off. They're like, okay, yeah, you could stay.
0: <laughs> it's just weird. Yeah, I don't know. Stay, okay,
2: hold the clipboard. But, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. So I guess the question is, guys, and we can move on here, uh, or we'd be here all night. Um, yeah. The question is, like, how how quick might Tomlin be to get out the old hook and and pull Mitch? If things go really shitty really early in this this I
1: I say play it like a preseason game Give him a half To base it off what he does in a half of football If, you know, we get to the half and we're down by 10 points 13 points, whatever it may be I don't think we will be down that much Because, I mean, I don't know It all depends on Will Levis, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I play it just like we do in the preseason. Pretend it's a preseason game. If that, because if we pretend like it's a preseason game, we might put up thirty points.
0: Maybe based on this preseason. Um, I think more specifically, I think if he turns the ball over twice, I think if he turns the ball over twice in the first half, we won't see him again. That's because that's what this whole offense is built around. Like we're not going to turn the ball over, and if we're close in the fourth quarter, we'll go win the game. That's yeah. the entire identity, right? No. You can't do that if you're giving the ball away a bunch of times. So I think no. if he gets to a situation where Trubisky's not moving the ball because we're not going to move the ball in the first half anyway, probably it's just not what we do. Let's say he he doesn't move the ball and he turns the ball over twice, he's gone. I, I don't think I don't think they'll deal with that at all.
1: No, no. Yeah, I, agree. I agree. Yeah. I mean.
2: Well, we'll see how it plays out. They definitely got their hands full again. I don't care whether they're home or away.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, At don't... this point, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's and
2: anyone. and yeah. you know what, Steelers news. That's that's a great place to uh, segue into a couple couple points. Want to make definitely we're going to be broadcasting this game live, uh, sitting in, even doing a pregame. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Anytime after twelve thirty, jump on, guys. P S F dot A P
0: isn't it the Thursday Ooh. night game? Yeah. Oh, we're it's gonna be doing. I said, holy crap. I was yeah. just like, we, that's a pre, pre, pre game. <laughs> I, I,
1: I don't know if I can talk to this about the Steelers for eight hours. GT, only uh, yeah. No, 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 you're right. You're right. Sorry. <laughs> I thought, no, night game. real strong. Okay.
2: Tune in a half hour early. We'll hang out and we'll talk pregame yeah. stuff and, uh, you know, we'll get into it. It's, it's too quick to turn that around. So we're just going to see what happens. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, you know, uh, throughout the week, and then uh, uh, we'll highlight that stuff before the game gets started, and uh, we'll be there to hang out with you all evening. Oh yeah! Too. So, hey, got a special guest also coming over, guys. Um, a buddy of mine, uh, uh, Kitch. Do you remember Kitch being on the podcast? He was on, uh, but you know, he'll be joining. He'll be joining us live on the PSF app as well. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, looking forward to that. So, tune uh, in then.
1: Now that you now you mentioned it.
2: That yeah. was that was last year he was on, wasn't it? Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, yeah. or early now it was. It's probably in the summertime. Probably like June, July. Something.
1: Okay. Yeah. 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 We were going over rosters. We yep. Were off, off rosters. Yep. That's yep. Yep. It. That's I it. Do. So we right. have.
2: I still have his predictions from when uh, we did them at work too. But mm-hmm. yeah, I hope join in us Thursday evening as well too. So Thursday night football prime time Steelers PSF dot app if you don't have the app grab it uh it's available on android and ios and uh create your user and join the steelers fans group uh-huh. which uh I, I happened to check in with uh with uh matt he was at the game uh, sent him a nice cool very cool video it was he was uh right on the field pre-game uh matt and the trouble team with frank nicotero uh they were broadcasting this game Sorry guys (laughs) But uh, yeah yeah, I had a chance to tune in Check in with those guys And uh, um, That was fun So uh, make sure to tune in there Grab those guys Frank likes to call them Steeler fans Not Steeler Nation Because he likes He's a local guy He's a Pennsylvania guy Through and through So uh, you know he likes to call them fans too So he's got me started on that but yeah. uh, you know, we are all still a nation, so but yeah, anyhow, so, you yeah. know, big talk of this game, too. The refs didn't help us out you, guys what a,
1: what a fucking...
0: it it was a mess. I was I mean, being there, right? There was a lot of refs who suck chance. There was a lot of open your eyes. A lot of like it was a lot. When of is ask. the
1: last time you saw a zone infraction on a field goal?
0: I would argue there's been less of that called in the past twenty years than almost any penalty that is in like the first hundred pages of the rule book. Right. Like it just doesn't get called because it's not supposed to be called in that situation. So, so that's supposed might... to be in short yardage situations, like the tush push, right? Like that's right. when you can't be doing right. that.
1: Mm-hmm. not so a this field is, goal situation. This is and no indication I might get in trouble for saying this. Jesus, you might scold me after the show. Oh boy, I'm I am all for uh, including our female counterparts oh into the game of football. Right? As my, my wife is a very ticky tacky person, <laughs> and I'm sure your wife. you've got a also penalty
2: a called on you. too.
1: <laughs> is flag it flag. really a great idea to have? Ticky tacky people playing sideline judge
2: Well (laughs) Male or female doesn't matter Uh, Doesn't matter (laughs) But uh, Inconsistent calls The thing I have the most problem with no yeah. matter who's calling them, bad a bad who's, who's on the giving and who's on the receiving
1: end. It all has to do a better job of training the referees, whether it is male or female or whatever. it. May that, be. That's something
0: we can, that's definitely worth talking about. It's been long overdue for a sport that is so, there are so many different fouls or rules that could happen on any given play. And, oh, it's, exactly. and it's it's just such a high speed game. These these people have to be full time employees of the league. When they're not calling games, they need to be simulating stuff. Watching, they need to be working yes, on stuff. Like they need the to be games. working on this stuff. Yes, like absolutely. it needs to be their full time job. They can afford it, okay? They can. The NFL can afford this, doing it.
1: And this is and Shane. This is where I move into the argument. Okay, so like major league baseball umpires, they start out in the minor league level, right? And mm-hmm. work their way up to the major leagues. Why cannot we do the same with the referees? How can you become an NFL referee without having any background in any other football league and understand the nuances of a football game and understand that there's probably going to be holding every single play? Okay. there's going to be instances where a player is borderline lined up somewhere where they're not supposed to be. But in the overall aspect of the game and where the football game is actually at time wise and situationally is when you do not call that specific play. And for the love of God, can this team please get a personal foul call? called in their favor how many times do we have to see kenny or whoever getting slammed to the freaking ground and getting injured on that slamming suplex move for us to get a little bit of laundry in our favor that was a blatant call for a flag when kenny is slammed to the ground whether the man lands on top of him or not for a call there
0: that's the worst part for me is, like, the one that went against us, right? I think it was on Keanu Neal, right? I think he landed on the guy. Right. He didn't right. even actually, like, by the letter of the law, like, he didn't land on him in the way or fashion that is even supposed to be called. Like, Correct. that was already just a bad interpretation of that rule, right? Right. And then you see the hit to Kenny, and it's like, oh, well, technically, it's like I get technically it wasn't against the rules. The problem is that is against, that is a foul, and the one that didn't happen to us is not a foul. That can't like you can't have those coexist. It's either gotta be not at all, or in very specific situations, mm-hmm. or it's gotta be like all right, you can't do anything to the guy at all. Like it's gotta yeah. be one or the other. Because this in-between stuff, it's it's but, why guys are still getting hurt in situations like that.
1: But, yeah. but Deontay is completely correct. And and Mike Tomlin should come to Deontay Johnson's defense on this one because they blatantly took the air out of our football team by that call. Yeah, I don't think Mike Tomlin just saying, well, I've never seen that in the 17 years I've been a head coach. Exactly. <laughs> you know what would happen if Bill Cower was on the sidelines? <laughs> Do I have to bring that up where he, he shoves the picture he into the ref's pocket? Yeah, that's
2: He would have torn that page out of the rule book and chased that ref down the sideline until he was able to stuff that picture. And then if it wasn't in the hallway, he'd stuff it in the rest of the way.
0: He'd been but, frisbee throwing surface tablets at him, just being like, "Here, here's the <laughs> frisbee style throwing here. tablets at him."
2: Well, Chris Elliott has has the same view too. As I, I agree, hundred uh, percent with the, especially with the money that the NFL is generating. <laughs> not having full time refs anymore is the problem. You're exactly it makes, right. It Makes no Chris. sense. It, it, it makes not. absolutely no sense not to. Why <laughs> wouldn't you? And the better they're they're graded, but like. They they should be uh, rewarded for making accurate calls, and mm. and why don't we, with all the technology we have, while I'm on my <laughs> my silver streak, ran here.
0: <laughs> you got throw yourself all, up, JT, if you're going to do all that. All the
2: technology we have, why can't they be like hockey, like New York's? No,
1: whoa, 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 whoa,
2: timeout. No, pick the flag up. That's not. That's not. It. Or, well they
1: do, but only in certain circumstances. Uh, well right. that, it's that, only that, on certain that, plays that they can yes. get help from New York. It can't correct. be with every single penalty. It has to be a certain part like under two minutes or or for like a first down or a touchdown or, or something along those lines. It can't just be the average Joe penalty flag. You well, know
2: what I mean? I, I do, but you know, I saw it, two instances in the last two games where um one of them was the call couldn't be overturned because he was out of timeouts and it was not at the 2 2 minute warning yet so the wrong call was made and we all know what that was uh mm-hmm. we're going to keep that under wraps but uh, and again like you see these types of things each week and yeah you know, like like that penalty or you know what's what's considered a personal foul or you know a, a bad hit what's considered putting your weight on dude. I remember back in the day, what putting your weight was uh, on them was grabbing them under the front of the shoulder pads and driving your nose right into their nose, into the ground and pancaking them. That's putting your weight on the guy, Right, You're right. Not grabbing them around the legs and him mm-hmm. falling backwards.
1: Like, right. come on, Right. And, and, and for our listeners and for anybody out there, I just want to set the record straight. I am not a woman hater. Okay. I was just giving a, a an example of how it is in my household. If I load the dishwasher, and by God, if I turn it on without putting that last cup in. Oh, yeah. Well. Guess who's loading the dishwasher in the morning?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. I'm catching a little bit of heat there. I'm well, just, you know your I'm, place. just I'm just, your place. I'm, just you know your place. I'm just stating a fact that they have to be trained more in certain circumstances and they have to be ready for those situations. And it can't be just thrown in in an NFL regular season game. You just can't, they have to be, I don't care if they have to go to the USFL or whatever football leagues that are still in existence, because I don't even think the XFL is a thing anymore.
0: It, I but, think they're like merged with, some, I, there's a, it's something, I don't know. It,
1: but in, And something else, something. you know what I mean? Go, go do a Pittsburgh Maulers, Maulers game. You know what I mean? Like, don't just throw them to the wolves, essentially, yeah. because they are. That is what they're, they're trained to look for any sort of penal penalization. Right. So you. So unnecessarily, I'm not I'm not blaming her for throwing the flag. It's just. It, it never happens. You're not right. supposed to at that certain c- circumstance, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Right.
2: Yeah. All right. I'm going to leave you guys with a thought on this subject. <laughs> I'm awfully philosophical tonight, gentlemen, but I don't know if you guys happened to catch Tomlin's presser last week, but about five minutes and 58 seconds into six minutes and 58 seconds in, he goes in to talk about how they didn't make an adjustment to the crew's temperament. And I think he used the words temperament. And he kept referring to it. the crew and their their disposition. In other words, um, we didn't adjust to how ticky tacky the refs are going to be mm-hmm, in this game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and that was in kind of in response to Deontay and George Pickens and their little, you know, they were happy yeah. out there and all that stuff. So, you know, did did the refs did and <laughs> Did, there, did the ref league, did they take Ombridge? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's funny. Just a thought. Just a thought. But, uh, yeah, so, oh, man, you know, here comes another week. More injuries uh, and key players. You know, fortunately, some came back in. Some aren't going to be with us. But, you know, Minka, man, that's who. That was that's a big blow, too, yeah. you know. That's
1: a tough loss. Who the hell is going to tackle now? I mean, I don't know. Safety by committee. <laughs> I
0: mean, not the guys we had out there, say that much. I mean, no. Kilbrew had one nice play and run defense, I think, but he's really kind of beyond playing full-time safety mm-hmm. at this point in his career. Yeah. Um, I will say uh, just something else. I don't want to alarm you or anything, uh Freight Train, but if you look behind you in the room behind you, the Sealer secondary is sitting right staring right at you. I don't know if you can see behind you. Um, there.
2: <laughs> there, they are right there, all around. See
0: in the toilet, the toilet back there is looking pretty, pretty <laughs> <much like our laughs> I don't know. Like,
1: I don't know.
2: Oh wait a anyway. minute! Wait a minute! Let's get a let's get a close. Yeah, right is. there, yeah. there they are, right
1: here. Yeah, check it
0: out. <laughs> No, it yeah. it was bad enough with Minka playing because he was just playing uh, basically the, garbage man, but still our, our
1: secondary is playing in the bowl that we're gonna make it this to this year. It's called the toilet bowl.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I with, with Minka not out there, man, like um speaking of that, the still making trades before tomorrow's deadline. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But I really think that just for the sake of everyone's sanity and for the defense's sake, they should probably pick up a safety of some kind. Because the guys we have it back there right now can't do it with especially if Minka's gonna be out for like a few weeks or more, mm-hmm. which with the hamstring, that kind of feels like what it's been for the Steelers when those guys yeah, have those injuries—three, four and weeks. Huh? Exactly. You can't let the guys that were out there at the end of this game be the guys for moving forward. Like you well, can't. And,
1: the, and, the, and this, this kind of leads me into what I, I, I think I brought it up with TA. Uh, was it last week or the week before of. I know he doesn't play the position, but would it be a good idea to maybe test it out in this game and maybe slide like KZ over to Minka's spot and put Patrick Peterson in a safety position yeah. and see how that works? Where, where Peterson is literally looking forward and not, yeah. he's kind of reacting rather, yeah. than, rather than reacting on like a slot receiver or whatever. Yes. You know what I mean? I the think he'd be would better be at that right, right now. For yeah, I right. think that would make a lot of sense.
2: You know, and that reminds me of another former Steeler player that he did that with. He had the success with. Can you guys think of who I might be talking about? How?
0: Uh, how long ago at this point? Uh, a while back, A while back, okay.
2: Carnell sorry, Lake. Oh,
0: uh, Okay, Lake. okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay, TA would have been on it. The throne Yeah, no, he would. Like, oh, he weight definitely would have been off, on it. You know, and he but would that, also I mean, had the statistics. Of how, many,
2: how many? How many? How many? He would also have the statistics on the number of penalties ranking from the most to the least.
0: <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. But anyway. no, I, I agree with you though. Uh, I think that this would be the week to do it. They, they've kind of hinted at it a little bit. Like even when he was signed, like that, you could do some of that. And especially if you're not going to make a move before deadline tomorrow, I think you ought to at least consider it because, Neil just can't run with guys anymore. No. Like, he, I mean, he yeah. had a lot of injuries before he started kind of coming back the last couple of years, but he's basically they need a linebacker.
1: Like, they need he's to basically a the linebacker. The day, yeah. They need to keep him at like a Mike linebacker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty
0: much all he can play at this point. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Um, yeah, it, Chris uh, kind of alluded to that in chiming in here. Thanks for tuning in, uh, guys. Appreciate your your comments. Still making yeah. trades for tomorrow's deadlines, so yeah, well, there, there's something uh, we should have lots to trade. I don't know, that,
1: and that's and that's the question: do we, do we become sellers? Do we become buyers? Do we kind um, of play the field? Because I, there's I worry it there is about assets. We do have tradable assets. Yeah. Right. I think you should, and, and a lot of people might not agree with me, but I think at this point, you seriously have to consider what you could maybe possibly get for Najee at this point, right? With with the production that you are getting with Jalen Warren, Najee, if, if you're going to trade him, trade him now because you're going to get more value because he has another year of control after this season then he goes into a free agent's season. So when you look at a control aspect, that could be something that's enticing to somebody, or you look at maybe selling off some of your, or some of your veterans, somebody like Patrick Peterson. You know, there's there's everybody's always looking for cornerback help. But it doesn't matter how bad they suck, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <Or> you, you, <laughs> <laughs> you know accurate. what I mean?
0: That is accurate. Yeah.
1: They're they're looking for depth. You know what I mean? Or you could think about trading somebody maybe like Levi Wallace. You know what I mean I bet because, you the Bills
0: would take Levi Wallace right
1: now back the way that their injuries are at corner. Well they're dropping like flies over there. Yeah. yeah. They got
0: freaking Josh Norman out there at thirty-five. Or,
1: so or do you honestly and, and I don't like this one, but I I bring it up just for conversation's sake. Do you maybe try to trade somebody like a Deontay Johnson who actually has good value at a wide position, wide receiver position that is coveted by a lot of teams? Do you that you can get a good return for higher draft capital, because that's what we're going to be trading for. We're not going to be trying to trade for players down to this team. We're going to be trying to get more draft capital.
2: Not this year at this point. What's the point?
1: No, because yeah. the, the organization has to have a realistic expectation on themselves as well. You know what I mean? Like Omar's not an idiot. When you look at the scheme of work in, in and as, as a regular fan, this team seriously is not in contention. It doesn't matter. We're not making a playoff push. Our playoff push is just to try to get into the conversation of making the dance. We There is nothing after that. We're not making a Super Bowl run. We're not making some AFC championship run. We are just trying to get to the playoffs. And at this point, this team looks like a 500-football team at best. So you have to be yeah. realistic with yourself and sell off your good assets to get better draft capital and hit the reset button for next year.
0: Yeah, and I don't disagree with that. I will say that we kind of know they're not going to, right? Like, that that's the problem. It's like the conversation of whether they should or should not is definitely a good one to have. But if we're being honest about it, the the most they're going to do is do like a get rid of a veteran who maybe isn't in a position to start anymore, like a Levi, like a Patrick Peterson if they want to move him instead, mm-hmm. and then let the rookies play. Or if they, even with Deontay Johnson, right? I think from the Steelers' perspective, they kind of know that without him, the offense doesn't work. Right, like right. at all, like it already doesn't work. It works less. Right. So I think they don't want to, like, they don't want to sell anything that's going to actually impact their ability to win
1: this year. Right? No, you're not trading and off your problem. actual core players, right? right. And that's that's you're the not, problem. The, yeah. the guys that you're actually going to win with. So like Highsmith and and TJ are completely off the table. Right, they're yeah. off the table. Oh, absolutely. People like trade. Deontay who are who are in the core, but they're slightly outside the core. You know what I mean? Like like George yeah. Pickens is our number one. Right, let's let's face right. it. Right, he's he's, he's the alpha receiver, yeah. Yeah. So and 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 another one could be Calvin Austin the third. A lot of teams could probably covet that speed as well, but I'd like to, able keep to use him, him better. Yeah, me young. too. I'd like to keep him because he's young, controllable, and it has that speed aspect. Whoever runs this damn offense at the at the end of the season in the next season, that could be a key piece to be coveted.
2: Yeah. Well, ideally, don't you want to have up and coming players to fill that?
1: Yes. All pro uh and everybody that I named, we do.
0: Yeah. With with yeah. Najee, I wanted to talk about him too. I think the, I don't think many teams, because of the way that he's been kind of worn down by this run game and with the way they do it, I don't know what you could get for him and whether it'd be worth it because you have control over him. Because if you do get an offensive coordinator or an offensive line coach, because I don't think Pat Myers is it at all at this point. We kind of can say that. Mm-hmm. If you get the right scheme in place with this offensive line and he has opportunities to run like through holes, I think he could still be a really good player for us. I don't know if I'm willing to sell low on him right now because I don't think there's anywhere lower for him to get. Right? I think even next year, because like, you have the fifth-year option with him as a first-round pick. Like If he blows up next year, but you decide you don't want him to be the long-term starter, he's probably going to give you more value then even with a little bit less control, right? Like that's, that's where I'm at with him. But at the same time, like I get why you're thinking that though, as well.
1: Right. And and just, and just not you know, the thing with Najee right now, like, I don't know, I think he ran like a four, four in his combine. He looks like he's running a five, four, right? now. He looks like his his stop
0: start is not there right now. Yeah. On the
1: Like, I don't, I don't remember the last run where I saw Najee hit the, hit it with a burst. You know I mean
0: he is he's a build-up speed player. Like, very similar, not the same top-end speed as Derrick Henry, but they both take a bit to get going. And they just don't have the blocking to sustain long enough for him to get up to full speed. But, like, they don't.
1: The weird thing is, you see somebody like Jalen Warren come in, and you see him.
0: Yeah, he has that initial burst. He does. He, yeah, he, he's he's a faster
1: starter. That's why like, I'm saying yeah. Najee could be expendable, because – Okay, for one, you're not really losing productivity in the right. Run, right? You're giving yeah. the guy that's giving you instant results more carries.
0: Yeah. I just wonder if Warren could take a full load as a running. Because well, the that, way he that, runs, that, right. that would be concerning for me. Now, Grant, you could say McFarlane could be the change of pace back then, right? But, like, I just yeah, – I worry about him, year, yeah.
1: Shane, going into the next year, you can find yeah. a good quality running back in the later rounds. Oh, for sure you can, yeah. That's, just that's not a problem. Warren. You know what I right. mean?
2: Well, you see him. You see him every week, and, and every team, you see them out there yeah, for sure. Just chewing up 137 yards a game. You know, <laughs> we 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 saw it. Yeah, absolutely. we just saw it. We just saw it. You know, and like these guys are out there. And consistent
0: yeah. run game. Like we, were, this is one of our last topics we want to talk about. Is what happened to our running game? Like they just. One, in this game, it just got taken out once the first half happened the way it did, and, like, uh-huh. they couldn't get anything going. But, but it, you in know the what? first half...
2: Yeah. Shane, let me yeah. interrupt you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Man. Go ahead. But, but what was the score at halftime?
0: 9-3. to Should have been 9-6, to six, but that was in the penalty okay. half. I mean, yeah.
2: So how was that getting taken out of the game, though? I, I, I know where you're going with that, mm-hmm. but I'm going to be devil's advocate here and say... Right. How is that taken that like you're still in this game? You know, <laughs> when uh, George Pickens gets open and you hit him in stride and in this game is is mm-hmm. you know right there again. Yeah. Go ahead. I'll, I'll let you finish, man. I just wanted to throw that out there. No,
0: I th- I think that you're right about like you shouldn't give up on the run in that situation, but I think the problem is for the Steelers, they cannot run the ball in the first half of games, and I think part of it is because the script that Canada has. With the run game, like one of the first ones, the game was a nausea toss. That play doesn't need to exist. He I'm
1: has sorry. no no reason like, to be on. The
0: he top. is not the guy who because they don't block it well enough. If one like thing,
2: bubble screen. You know, no,
0: it's like if yeah. they don't block that enough to, to for that type of guy to run that. Because if you can seal off the edge and give him time to get up to speed, yeah, then you could get a big play out of it. But they don't block it well enough. Like with Jalen, he at least like he's going to get there fast enough. Where if they don't block it perfectly, it at least is like a three, four, five yard gain. Yeah. You need to run Najee downhill, give with ideally with him behind the, the quarterback so he has buildup speed. And that's the only way he's going to be effective with this current lineup. And they don't do that. They run him out of shotgun too much. Like the, the run game in the first half of the of the game is consistently badly called. And it's only the second half where they start to do a little bit more of the stuff that makes sense. And again, I would just love to be in a room with Matt Cannon and just ask him, Why are you the way you are? Like what is it? <laughs> about you like what about your game plan is so so good that you have to keep going back to the same thing? Like, what results have you given us to believe that you shouldn't be switching well, he, things up?
1: Well, and he has no there's no balance no. in his play calling, that's why they can't run the ball. it's, it's, <laughs> it's too it. And and then on top of that, it kind of goes what I've been saying all season is this team is trying to be that old school team in a new NFL. So, the way that these holes are, break, are and when Najee's on the field, you almost feel like Najee would be more effective if they used a the fullback with him. Yeah. I was yeah. Sure. Yeah.
2: I, uh, I was thinking that when you guys were chatting. Where yeah. he
1: can actually get ahead of steam to hit the line with. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. You're right. So we why, used to have
2: why, a $2 million fullback.
1: We did. We did. Uh, we can put Connor Hayward back there. That's why he's even still I mean, on the D. Allen Robinson
0: right is basically the fullback for us at this point. Right. The way he's, but the if way you want to him. be an
1: old school team, that means your play calls have to be like the old school.
0: Yeah, I agree with that.
1: Like you almost need an I-formation or like an offset fullback back there with him.
0: Like oh, yeah, him I think to so. be effective. At least with the way we're currently playing. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I think you got to go all in on the old school thing, like you said, or stop doing it <laughs> like one way or the other.
1: Oh, it's too late to turn. Yeah
0: that, we, yeah, that we can't. We can't do anything about that right now, but we've yeah. already committed <laughs> to sum it all up. Canada,
2: do something. Yeah, yeah something else specifically,
0: something else. Well, stay home. You have to have something else in that playbook, man. Like, just honestly, if his – I am i don't know how his playbook works because I haven't seen it, obviously, and I don't care to. But if it's like a page-by-page situation, just just go to, like, the middle and start from there every game moving forward. Because, like, the the stuff you're, you're going through at the start isn't doing anything. So, like, just no. start in the middle. Like, game plan normally, right? But then just call the stuff that's, like, from the second quarter, like, the end of the second quarter on. And you're probably going to be all right. Like, you'll score, like, 20 points – Defense will have a chance to win. There you go. Like that's that's good. That that's the best we can do.
1: And that's the most irritating part of this game was the defense gave them so many opportunities to win this. <laughs> they,
0: they would just march down the field, and get a turnover, then yep. randomly, yep. and then the offense would just do nothing. It's like
1: <laughs> right. And, and and that's the thing that that irritates me the most is every Mike Tomlin press conference, the first blame goes to the defense. Do you notice that every single week? Well, we didn't keep them off this and this and that. No, dude, it, it wasn't your defense. It is all strictly offense. The first thing out of your mouth should be, "We blow on the offensive side of the football." I don't know what's going on, but we need to fix it. It has nothing to do with your defense whatsoever.
0: I, I wonder if he—if the reason he doesn't say anything is because he knows there's no reason to bother with it. Like he, all he can do. If unless he's willing to, like, go up to Rooney's office and be like, I'll quit right now unless Canada's on a plane out of here tomorrow. <laughs> like, unless he's willing to do that, he knows nothing's going to change. He can say whatever he wants about the offense. It means nothing. At least the defense, I think he feels like he can motivate the defense to be even better. Like, that's what he thinks he's able to do. And it doesn't he, matter.
1: Shandy'd be, like, historic.
0: And that's what I'm saying. It's like, it doesn't, like, all he can do is, like, got to just try to get my defense to play even better. It's like, you think that's not going still- to do anything.
1: Do you feel like sometimes he still thinks he's like the defensive backs coach at Tampa Bay back in like
0: I don't know early like 2000s? Man. I don't know it's <laughs> it's got to be like again assuming that Tomlin isn't advocating for Canada to keep his job right because I don't know what's what going on as far as who's actually saying like we can't fight whatever if he's actively still wanting him to be the offensive coordinator I really have to wonder if he just like likes making it harder for himself. He's like I got to figure out a way to make it harder because I'm bored or something. Like I stop it please. If that's what's happening, like I'm begging you. You don't have to do this. It's it's not in your contract to make it harder for yourself. Right. Like it's okay to to
1: not if, 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 seriously, if he's okay with Matt Canada then I instantly go back to well then it's not just his hairline receding, it's it's his brain power.
0: It, it yeah, it's, it's it's insane. It's it makes no sense. I don't know. You almost just have to laugh at this point.
1: <laughs> I, I swear, JT, I'm I'm so like, I feel like every single week that we do a show, it's never positive. How are you going to be? How <laughs> well, are you going to be
0: positive, right? Well, there's there's been so much.
1: Like we like we lost the football game. Like, we haven't been able to have a game where we're like, well, we did this, this, and this, right? You know, we do have one bitch and one gripe, but it's, no, it's consistently been, we suck, we got lucky that we won and this is what we have to consistently do to win but we it literally feels like we're on repeat because it's always consistently the same things that we have to do better right it's always consistently been well we have no offense our secondary sucks and we can you know we get shit penalties
0: Last thing I have that I wanted to say is just <laughs> this this sums it up for this team, right? In terms of how they win and how they lose. In 70 games this year, right? In their four wins, they have yet to win by more than a touchdown. And in their three losses, they have won they have lost by more than a touchdown. So they're either just good enough to win mm-hmm. or get their the doors blown off or at least are so bad that they don't even have a chance to kick the doors in at all. Like it, it literally, it's so bad that we're four and three, and we have right now a negative thirty-four point differential,
1: which is crazy. Like that doesn't that doesn't happen. It does not happen.
0: It's close to it. It's going to be near the bottom, I imagine. I mean, there's like the one and seven teams, but like
1: whatever, two and six teams, but like. we, Dude, we're playing I, like a
0: three and we're playing like a three and four, two and five team right now.
1: The Cleveland Browns have a better offense with no Nick Chubb and a quarterback that they picked up at the local YMCA.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a guy that the Bears let go so Tyson Bajent from D2 can be the backup instead of him. That's literally who's starting a quarterback. We're at
1: least scoring points. Here we are with – we're supposed to have one of the top youngest talented offenses, and we can't even – competitive on the offensive side of the ball yeah it's it's unbelievable it really is and, and like george Pickens should be one of the top receivers in the nfl game in this game he shouldn't go a game without at least eight to ten targets yeah you got five. jalen warren should not have a game where they don't at least get 15 to 20 touches yeah right at least the starting running back yeah We shouldn't have a game where our quarterback has a QBR of less than 50. And we definitely sure as hell shouldn't have a game where we have 108 yards going in halfway into the fourth quarter. (laughs) And regular NFL teams have 108 yards in the first quarter, not in the freaking fourth quarter. It's an embarrassment. Yeah. Absolute, utter embarrassment. Like, where does this, like, the franchise needs to come out and say exactly where they want to go this season. Like, just be straight up. Off. I would be more happy if they just came out and said, you know what? We're playing for draft picks at this point. <laughs> I'd be like, you know what? That makes my job as a podcaster a lot easier because then I can just start doing, you know, mock drafts.
0: Yeah.
2: Right. I, Get on the same and make a living huh? out of that. Make a living out of that.
1: You know what I mean? Like, just tell us what is going on. Why, I'm this, why is our offensive coordinator still here? Like, what do you honestly see? Like, we have not got any answers about that. It's like they think we just will shut up and forget about it. Where's the answers of why we kept them around? Like, where do you see this offense? Where is the realistic expectations? Where are the expectations we had going into week one?
2: Shane. Are they the same? Do you do you see what's going on here? It's rubbing off. Mm-hmm.
1: I just yeah, I just
2: it's rubbing
0: off. That it must yeah. be that chair. Right. Yeah, it has to I think so. I'm so proud of me, right? Left now. a little too much of himself on the chair, I think, before right. he left. <laughs> I love it, man. You,
1: you, oh, yeah. You. I'm sorry. I had Mexican for dinner. I hope I don't leave too much on the chair after I leave. Thanks.
0: Keep it warm. <laughs> it will keep it warm for you. Maybe, maybe just a little too warm, but it's, it'll definitely still uh, be warm.
2: All right, guys, help me out with this one. Here, it's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to create a 30-second a video synopsis of this Steeler team
0: right as it okay.
2: is. Okay. And the first thing I need is I need to find a highlight of our interception in the end zone. Who was that? Casey. Casey. Okay. Was that another uh, gunner move? there yeah just the intercept yeah in the end zone and he runs it out to the three yard lines
0: i well, can't i remember watching it and i see him pick it off i'm like oh and then i'm like wait why are you why are you still running and then i'm also like wait why are you running out of bounds though then if you yeah. leave the end zone well i didn't, I didn't even practice his number to the
1: middle of the field
0: who, who was the other defender back there saying yeah come on yeah, come on. I, like I think they wanted to just I think, honestly, that I can't even be mad about because they probably figured this is our only chance to score a touchdown if we return it. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, like, maybe he's like, I know it's smart to, to kneel it, but if we kneel it, they're just going to punt anyway. So, like, what's the point?
1: Yeah, we better give Kenny some a little bit of breathing room. You just hit it to the three yards. Seriously, one. seriously.
0: I don't know,
2: but that, that just kind of epitomized the whole thing. And that
0: thing. was like our best drive in the first half, ironically. It, it we was. 90, 97 yards almost or whatever it was. We kicked the field it goal was. still. It was the best drive. Of the so beginning. maybe we need to start inside the five. I, maybe. Know,
2: I don't know. <laughs> That's a scary thought. Oh, but my. Anyhow, well, let's wrap it up. We mm-hmm. uh, none of us. None of us fared very well on our predictions. Maybe if you flipped them over the other way, I don't know. But uh, let's just leave it at that. Anyhow, we're off. We all picked the Steelers. Me, Free Train, TA, Shane, Jeremiah, Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of us were close. So the old Ofer. Ofer. But anyhow, good news is we'll be back Thursday night with you. Uh you know, cheering or crying together whatever it would be 8 15 is game time prime time thursday night game but what do you think guys about 7 45 yeah pre-game right um let's talk about that that new quarterback just threw four what four touchdowns four,
0: four Touchdowns look real damn good doing it too
2: yeah yeah not to mention the running back they have but we'll uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, even at this age We'll, yeah. uh, we'll we'll be getting into that stuff as well, too. Uh, so join us. Like, if you don't have that app, guys, listen, it's real easy. Just go out to psf.app, their website, and the links to both the Android and the iOS version are out there. Download the app. It's the only way that you can hang with us, but it's the best sports interactive app out there right now, mm-hmm. and we are on the cutting edge and bringing you the game live mm-hmm. as it happens. So looking forward to doing that with you two guys. As well as t a if he can jump in uh and uh like I said, I had a special guest. Kitch will be yeah. with us uh as well too, so we'll be hanging out in the pink uh pink chicken bar down here at uh, farmhouse and nice. uh, forward to bringing it to you, maybe even some have some entertainment, some games and trivia along the way too. there you go uh, hopefully keep our mind uh you know occupied through it thick or thin, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure, man. Silver yep. fans, careful in the hot tub, everyone. Good night, gentlemen.
1: Adios, amigos, let's pray for better Thursday.
0: <laughs>
2: How about you, Shane? See you Thursday.
0: Yep, I will be there and begrudgingly so. Um, at least this time I won't be rained on while well, I watch them, hopefully not lose. But be dry. <laughs> All
2: right, guys. We'll see you next time. We're out of here. Check back next week into the Steelers' realm.